to the Abba Father broadcast. I pray God will show you just how much He loves you today as we meditate in His Word together. You can reach me at davidspires.org, but for now, let's go straight into the Word recorded live at the Epicenter. Tonight I want to talk about your security in Jesus, your eternal security. When you, be, when you are secure in Christ, you become powerful and effective. It's when you're insecure that you're a little weird as a Christian. You know what I'm saying? Anyone? Okay. When you realize that there's a safety net underneath you, when you're working or performing, then you're going you're to do some things you wouldn't normally do without a net, right? Or let's say um, you're going to take some chances that you normally wouldn't do as long as you got that safety net. Because working without a net or performing without a net is it's not only dangerous, but it's not any fun. Can I get an amen on that? Okay. So spiritual insecurity is going to create a lot of problems. The greatest symptom of spiritual insecurity is you feel unworthy. Okay, can anybody relate to that? You don't feel worthy to tell somebody else about Jesus because maybe there's something going on in your life you're not feeling really good about. Or, um, or maybe you don't feel worthy to preach. Or maybe you don't feel worthy to get out here and share your gift and talent. Um, maybe it comes like, maybe you don't feel like you deserve something. It's like, you ever felt like you really didn't deserve to ask God for anything because of the way you've been living? Or maybe you, you, you've sinned in the last week and you really feel like you just don't deserve it? Okay, is anybody feeling me out there? When you don't feel worthy, okay, or you don't feel deserving, you don't think that you deserve to have your own ministry. Maybe you don't think that you deserve a wonderful job, or maybe you don't deserve a wonderful spouse, or maybe you don't feel holy, or you don't feel righteous, or maybe you just don't feel good enough. And the, the result of these feelings of inadequacy, the result of it is we don't serve God. You know, We don't use our gifts and talents for God. Um, we don't answer the call. We don't fulfill our purpose. We use these excuses of being unworthy um, to somehow justify not serving God. Because I've heard so many people, you know, I would come up and pray with your group, but, you know, they're just not, not doing too good right now. I don't really feel worthy. Um, I don't really serve God in the church because I need to get some things straightened out in my life. And so, and you hear things like this, when I get my life together, then I'll serve the Lord. Okay, or when I take care of this little problem I got, and then maybe I can witness to others and share Christ and move on with the gifts and calling in my life. But can, can somebody just help me say, the devil is a liar? He is a liar and he's the father of lies. Let me tell you something. You're never going to be more righteous, more holy, and more worthy than you are right now. Okay? The day you get born again is the day that you are completely worthy. You are completely righteous. You are completely holy. You are completely deserving of all the promises that God has, has given you. And it's not because of what you have done. It's because of what Jesus has done. Can I get an amen? And it's because of what Christ has done. And not only what He's done, but what He's doing. It says He ever lives to make intercession for us. 2 Corinthians 5.21 For He has made Him to be sin for us who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God. You know, did you know that you were made the righteousness of God? You didn't do it. God made you righteous. 
you know, Abraham, it says Abraham just believed God, so God imputed righteousness to him. See, God gave him righteousness. Why? Just because he simply believed. When you believe God, He makes you righteous. He makes you holy. He makes you wise. And it's nothing you do. It's a free gift. First uh, Corinthians 1.30 But you are in Christ who has made, who is made unto us wisdom, righteousness, sanctification, and redemption. See, God made Christ your salvation. God made Christ your redemption. God made Christ your righteousness. He made Christ your wisdom. You know, when God sees you, He sees Christ. In the Old Testament, when they brought, remember when the sinners brought their sacrifices up to the priest? The priest wasn't looking at the sinner. He could care less about the sinner. He was looking at the sacrifice. And if that sacrifice was good, everything was going to be okay. He accepted it. The Lord accepted it. See, see, God's not looking at your sin. He's looking at the sacrifice that you're bringing. So when you bring Jesus to God, He sees you as totally perfect and holy. You know, the reason we get insecure and the reason we don't move on with the call of God in our life is because we lose sight of this. So we need to realign the way we think. Okay? In Ephesians 4.23 it says, Be renewed in the spirit of your mind that you put on the new man, now watch this, which is created after God in righteousness and in true holiness. When you get born again, God creates something truly holy and truly righteous in you. And it can't be corrupted, and it can't be defiled, and it can't be destroyed. It can never be compromised. It is a perfect gift from God, and He gives it to you. We're the temple of the Holy Spirit. Every good and perfect gift comes down from the Father of lights, with whom is no variable, neither shadow of turning. When you get born again, God gives you this perfect gift. He gives you the gift of the Holy Spirit. Okay, He gives you the gift of righteousness. He gives you the gift of holiness. He gives you the gift of sanctification. Nothing or no one can ever take away this gift from you. The gifts and the calling of God are without repentance. Once God gives you something, He never takes it away. So there's no more excuses. I'm not worthy enough. Amen? I'm not good enough. Besides, who told you that you weren't worthy? It wasn't God. It wasn't Jesus. Don't call unclean what God has called clean. Don't call unholy what God has called holy. Don't call unrighteous what God has called righteous. You are the righteousness of God in Christ. 2 Corinthians 5.17 Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Turn to your neighbor and say, you're a creature. Okay. <laughs> Old things are passed away, and behold, all things have become new. That doesn't mean you're not going to sin, but it does mean you're going to change the way you think. The way you think changes. The way you think becomes new. See, changing what you do is only temporary. But if you change the way you think, that's eternal. Eventually, your doing is going to catch up with your thinking. The old way says, I'm, a, I'm in sin, and I'm a sinner, and I'm unworthy. But the new way says, yes, I'm a sinner, but I'm still worthy in God's sight because of what Christ has freely given to me. Now Hebrews 10.19 says, Having therefore boldness to enter into the holiest by the blood of Jesus by a new and living way, which He has consecrated through, for us through His sacrifice. We're talking about a new and living way. The old way says, I'm a sinner and I'm unworthy. 
The new way says, thank you, Lord. The new way says, praise the Lord. The new way says, I love you, Lord. So we don't see ourselves as sinful and, un and unworthy anymore, but we see ourselves as righteous and we see ourselves as holy. It's not because you don't sin anymore that you're holy. It's because you've received the gift of God that you're holy. Now, let me ask something. Have you received that gift tonight? Have you received that gift of holiness? It says in Romans uh, 5.17 that they that receive the abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness, they're going to reign in life by Jesus Christ. You know, reigning in life is when you can't lose. Reigning in life is when you have no more insecurity or fear. Look, the day you were born again is the day that God forgot all your sins, past, present, and future. And let me show you this. In Jeremiah 31, 34, it says, Their sins and iniquities I will remember no more. Psalms 103 says, As far as the east is from the west, I've separated your sins from you. Daniel 9.24 says with everlasting righteousness, it talks about Jesus is going to bring us everlasting righteousness. It's not a temporary righteousness based on what you do. It's an everlasting righteousness based on what He did. He always makes us to triumph in Christ. We're more than conquerors to Him that loved us, Romans 8.38. We're seated together with Christ in heavenly places. And nothing can separate us from the love of God. So, Look, you're not unworthy. You're not undeserving. You've received that gift. You're always going to be holy. Now, when you know that you have that safety net below you, you know what you're going to do? You're going to do some things you've never done before. You're going to try. You're going to attempt some things that you've never attempted before. You may even try something that no man has ever tried before. So we need to see that safety net. I think of Gehazi. Remember the story of uh, Elisha and Gehazi? Remember that story? When all those chariot, all the army was out there, and the Lord and, and Elisha said, "Lord, open his eyes," and he saw all the fiery chariots in the heavens waiting to defend him. We need to see that safety net, and when we see that safety net, we need to go for it. We need to go for what God has called us to do. We need to answer the call and fulfill it. You know, God wants you to go for it. Look, shrinking back is not going to glorify God. You know, what's going to glorify God is when you go for it. You go for that thing that God's called you to do. Use your gift and your talent to glorify God. That is what's going to please God. Because God has called you to do something that nobody else can do but you. Okay, so we need to get on with that. You may say tonight, well, I don't have the safety net. Well, you can get the safety net. All you have to do is just receive Christ. I love that verse that says, Whosoever calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Okay, so all we have to do is just call on the name of the Lord. He will gloriously save us and He'll give us that vision. And, and, if, and if you're not saved tonight, it's, the simple scripture says, if you confess Jesus with your mouth and believe in your heart that God raised Him from the dead, you will be saved. It's that simple. And but tonight, you may be saved, but you say, but you know what, I'm saved, but I'm not doing what God called me to do. Because I'm not really, I'm feeling all this unworthiness. So, you know, all I can say is that we got to get back to the scripture. we got to find out that we are holy, we are righteous, we are worthy. It doesn't matter. And we just need to get on with what God has called us to do. Amen? All right, praise the Lord. Thank you, Christian. Let's have a word of prayer.